Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Lady Luck had lifted her veil to Fibber at last. A messenger has just come from the Ladies' Aid Society with a package. Fibber, it seems, has won the charity lottery. And here in the living room at 79 Wistful Vista, speculating with Silly Watson regarding the contents of the package, we find Fibber, fortune's favorite, McGee. Now, what do you suppose this is, Phil? I don't know, please, <laughs> Hey, I wonder if it could be the ignition key to a new automobile. Look out the window, Phil, and see if there's a new car parked out there. You know, if they get some milk wagon and a garbage truck. <laughs> well, I hope I won the garbage truck. <laughs> Got to get up too early to drive a milk wagon. <laughs> oh, well, I suppose I'd better open it up and see what I won. Well, for the... Well, I'll be... Can you... Of all... A box of marshmallows. Marshmallows? Yeah. Sure, marshmallows. You know... Gumdrops with anemia. <laughs> yeah. Of all the... Well, what good are these things, Phil? So you can roast them, please, sir. Where? Well, in the oven, maybe. It, uh, but if, in, if we had it a fireplace, that'd be better. Matter of fact, I always was fond of roasted marshmallows. But if we ain't got a fireplace, we... Hey, why ain't we got a fireplace? Well, I don't know, please, sir. It ain't my fault. I didn't know you ground oh, no, no. I ain't blaming you, Phil. You ain't? How cool. <laughs> you know, it never occurred to me before that that's just what this house needs, a fireplace. Well, it's a little late now, please. The Santa Claus has came and went. <laughs> oh, I think I'll build a fireplace. I've always wanted one anyway. Where are you going to put it, please? Well, let's see. Uh, I think we'd better put it here in the living room. Uh, how about the dining No, I think the living uh, oh, The bedroom. Uh, no, the living Still, the library might be a good... No, I guess the living room. If you didn't count Charlie throwing that little old fireplace around, please. <laughs> the living room is the place for it, Phil. <laughs> but I better get some outside opinions before I go ahead. Hand me the phone. Yes, sir. Hello, operator. You may work for this. Oh, is uh, this you, Myrtle? Hiya, Mike. Oh, that's good. Molly? Oh, she's improving nicely, Mike. Oh, it'll probably take some time yet, though. Yeah. It takes time, though. Gonna have a surprise for her when she gets home. A fireplace. Yeah. Having it built today. Yeah, connect me with Leahy and Levy, the contractors, will you, Mike? Oh, Leahy, another log on the fire. Hello? Leahy and Levy? Trevor McGee, he of 79 Whistful Vista. Say, send someone out here to discuss putting in a fireplace, will you? Okay. Thanks. Oh, I forgot. Hello? Hello, Myrtle? Yeah, I got him okay. Say, uh, how's your sister, Myrtle? Yes? Oh, ain't that too bad. All I got to say is he ought to be ashamed of himself, Myrtle. He can't expect your sister to sit up waiting for him to come in at 3 or 4 or 5 a.m. night after night. Oh. I always knew he was a chaser anyway. Well, as long as he was a member of the family, I never wanted to say anything. Huh? Why, Chuck, I've seen him out with a different one every night. 
Huh? He got into a fight last night. Gee. And did? Lost one of his ears, eh? Oh, well, I guess the tomcat is just a tomcat, Myrtle. Other me. Okay, show them up, Phil. Uh, or, uh, I'll just bring them in. I'll show them up. Yeah, show them up. All right, now, boys, uh, which one of you fellas is the contractor? I am the contractor, McGee. Oh, fine. Uh, well, go right to work, bud. Tear out a hole in that wall there. Uh, sorry, can't start tearing down the walls and the plaster's taken off. Have to have a regular plasterer for that. Oh, I see. Well, is anybody here plastered? I mean, uh, <laughs> The plaster here? Yes, I'm the plaster, but the regular paper hanger will have to remove the wallpaper first. Oh. <laughs> yeah, any paper pushers present? Yeah, yeah, but a carpenter's got to rip off that molding before I can work. You <laughs> knew that. Uh, is, is there a carpenter here? I'm a carpenter, Shorty, but I can't work without blueprints. <laughs> <laughs> uh, of course not, bud. Uh, you got any blueprints, contractor? No, I ain't got any blueprints. No. Anyway, I think there's electric wiring beneath that plaster. You gotta have an electrician. Well, I'm an electrician. How do I know there ain't no water pipes in the way of the wire? Where's the plumber? I'm the plumber. What kind of pipes you got in there? Lead or brass? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I suppose if they ain't platinum, you won't play. No, I'm just a brass pipe plumber. Well, yeah. You see, boys, that's the trouble. After all, I only want a little hole in the wall here for a fireplace. Can't you boys go along with me on this thing? Well, Miss McGee, please, could I make a suggestion? Go ahead, Phil. Well, most plastic has got hair in it, so maybe you've got to have a barber up here. <laughs> Wouldn't be a bit surprised. Hey, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, dear. So we've come to a decision, McGee. Oh, that's well, boys. What's the decision? Well, you've been very nice about this thing, and the boys think you ought to get a break. We think that with spring coming on at all, it's going to get too warm for a fireplace anyway. If you had a fireplace, you'd stay in the house. And we think a pasty-faced little guy like you needs the fresh air and exercise. Three cheers for McGee, boys! Hooray! Hooray! <laughs> Hear that, Phil? You can give me a third off on the cheers. <laughs> you sure looks like we ain't getting no place awful fast, please. Dad, let it all build a fireplace myself, then. If I want a fireplace, and by the 17 sweet sisters of Susie Schwartz, I'm going to have a fireplace. Come in. Oh, hi, sis. What can I do for you? You are the man that came in to build the fireplace, Mister. That's me, sis. Well, is my pappy here? He's one of the plumbers, and I fetched him his lunch bucket. <laughs> well, he just left, sis, but I'll take the bucket and give it to him when he gets back. If he can. Hey, this is an awful light lunch bucket. Oh, sure it is, mister. <laughs> Ain't nothing in it. <laughs> well, what's the idea of bringing your old man an empty lunch bucket? He's on a diet. 
You hear that, Quill? They ground up the cuckoo clock to make bird's nest soup for me. <laughs> I wondered why I got the heartburn exactly on the hour. <laughs> oh, well. Hand me a brick. Who is it? Mrs. Padilla. Hmm. Hand me two bricks. <laughs> oh, hi, Mrs. Padilla. Uh, have a brick, or have a chair. No, thank you. Miss McGee, I just heard you were building a fireplace, and I just wanted to ask you to be sure and build it so there wouldn't be too much smoke. You know, we hang our clothes right close to your yard, no, and sometimes no, no, smoking no, the fireplace no, is simply no. terrible, and I thought that... Uh, now, don't, I... don't worry about that one bit, Mrs. Kibitza. I've been building fireplaces for, oh, for I don't know how long. Uh, how long have I been building fireplaces, Phil? Ever since this morning, please. <laughs> yes, ever since this... No, it's been longer than that. I always love a fireplace. Why, why, even as a boy, whenever they'd build a fire in the fireplace, I'd come flying. Firefly McGee, I was known as in them days. No, Mr. McGee. Yes, Mrs. Fiddick. Firefly McGee, the finest, fastest flame finger of Philadelphia with a flair for fixing claws and faulty clues, fond of flipping a flock of fuel on a fading fire and sandwich to a fierce flame, fixing 40 foot of fresh fur to pit the fireplace, and satisfying the same and fortune as the fellow who fiddled with fire for fun, fat, and fancy from Fidget Philly to Firefly McGee. <laughs> Mrs. Fiddick. Hey, where is she, Phil? Well, Miss McGee, when you got to fix and fall the flues and slip and fuel, Mrs. Fiddick, baby. Awesome. <laughs> to housewives whose floors are dingy and dull. Just uh, Excuse I... me a minute, Huffle. Can't you see I'm making an announcement? Talk to me later, Fibber. Dull, dingy floors can be made just like you uh, again. Pardon you... me, Mr. Wilcox, but uh, you ain't going at this thing right. What do you mean? That kind of stuff don't get no attention no more. This is the age of swing. Get hot. Get away from that old cozy stuff. Oh, you mean I ought to do this with poetry? Why not? Well, why not? <clears throat> My friend, you're familiar with Omar Khayyam, probably even more than I am. So listen to this, the Johnson version of Nomar, the perfectly polished Persian. A book of verses underneath the bow, a loaf of bread, a glow-coat can, and thou beside me in our little kitchen, too. Why worry now about the milkman's muddy boots? <laughs> Is that what you meant, Trevor? Thought I couldn't do it, eh? Well, you've done it all right, Harper, but listen to this. A lovely young housewife, Camille, heard Harpo give out with his spear. To denote her vote for glow coat, she wrote six notes, which says, quote, it's ideal. Fibber, you win. Well, how's the fireplace looking out, Phil? Well, it looks kind of tacky to me, please. Well, I ain't finished yet. You got all the clothes out of the clothes chute? Clothes are smoke or draw good? Well, yes, I said that, that that little yellow tie you get for Christmas, we heard hanging on a little sliver, and I can't reach it. It's liable to burn up. <laughs> it does. You get two extra marshmallows. Get some kindling, Phil, and some newspapers. Just about ready to try out. Yes, sir. A couple more bricks right along here. And... Oh, for the luck. Hey. Hey, what is it? Here you are, Mr. McGee. Thank you. Hey. See two dozen hogs? <laughs> Must have thought I'm building a barbecue pit here. 
it's Nick DePopolis. Hi, Nick. Hello. Hearing an unfounded rumor being gossip, that is, I'm hearing by mouth of words that you are building my selfie fireplaces. Am I right or am I suffering with hallucinations? <laughs> no, you ain't got hallucinations, Nick. There's the fireplace right there, and I'm just about ready to touch her off and see how she goes. Is that so? Yeah. Well, there is nothing like fire in the grateful to keep the home scorches burning. I'm always glad to get home so I can fill up my slippers and put my feet in my pipe and read the comical strips by the fire of an open light. What do you mean by the light of an open fire? Don't apologize, Peter. But as I was saying before I was so rudely interurban, there is nothing, there is nothing I'm liking better than something else to looking into a fireplace and seeing a picture with a snickering flame. Snickering, not snickering. But what pictures do you see in the fire, Nick? That is just it. I'm always seeing pictures of the populace going down to the coal pile for some more bitumipus coal. <laughs> so that's why I'm always leaving the fire and going to bed. Oh. Well, so long, Peter. Remember the old saying, huh? ashes is to ashes, and dusting is a lot easier with a Johnson's wax being on it. <laughs> Here the matches, please, sir, and a couple of newspapers. Oh, oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, hand me some of them little sticks, Phil. Yes, that's it. Well, yeah. you sure you done right using a little clothes sheet for timber, please, sir? Well, of course I was right. Matter of fact, Phil, I probably got a great idea there. Architects is always making things look too hard. Yes. Building chimneys outside when they already got a natural flu in the clothes chute. Give me a match. Yes. Ah, there she goes, Phil. Look at her flame up. Won't be long now till we can roast them marshmallows. Yes, but the little fire ain't drawing so good, is it, Lisa? What do you mean it ain't drawing good? <laughs> of course it's drawing good. <laughs> <laughs> this is a new fireplace, and the smoke don't know which way to go yet. He's kind of backing up a little at that. <laughs> yes, it sure is. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I know what I forgot to do, Sales. There ain't any opening through the roof out of the clothes chute. <laughs> I gotta cut a hole in the roof. You come and help me. Yes, yes. <laughs> Stoop over there. It's better close to the floor. Hey, Sales. Yes. Open that window and let me out on the roof. Don't fall off the roof, please. Don't worry. I got eyes like a foot, or a feet like a foot, or a cat. Hand me that axe, Phil. Hey, hey, look, Phil. The roof's on fire. It's burning. That's it. There's a lot of people down there looking up at you, please, sir. Well, Dad, that'll still do something. Every minute counts now. This fire's getting hot. we got to work fast. Yes, but what do I do? Should I bring some water? No, bring the Fireman says to me after he got the fire out. You mean when he was hollering at you so loud like crazy? Huh? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's the time. Anyway, he walks up to me and says, You Mr. McGee, he says. And I says, Why, yes, I says. I am, I says. Why? And he says, So you're the genius that uses the clothes chute for a flu, he says. And I says, Yes, I says. <laughs> kind of modest. <laughs> Pretty clever, wasn't it? And he says, Clever? Why, you little... <laughs> Are we still on the air, Phil? Yes, sir. I'll tell you the rest later. Good night, folks. This is Harlow Wilcox 
Clark, speaking for the makers of Johnson's Wax and Glow Coat, Racine, Wisconsin, 